Hello and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We're back for the long-awaited season four premiere of Barry entitled Yikes, written and directed by Bill Hader. I have been anticipating this season. I cannot wait to see where they take us on this journey. I believe we're still getting the same number eight episodes. They've already dropped two on April 16th. I'm only only going to be reviewing Yikes. I will get to episode two probably tomorrow. But I really thought this was a solid premiere. It put us directly into the middle of the storm. We got a little background into Sally's character, which is going to inform us why she would bring herself back to a scene in which she herself, Anna City, has been rather... <laughs> um, rather chaotic on her mental health but uh i'm really curious to see where this goes gene still has his demons to deal with and he may end up back in the same position that he began the series except with a much more successful career at the sacrifice of a memory of someone that he loved but then again I'm a little jaded because I'm kind of like I understand but also understand why people would tell <laughs> sell their stories it's 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 uh I will see how this plays out with him and Janice's father because I feel it's very telling that he was not involved or even talking to gene up until he needed to get him to set up barry so when did this person know and how is he going to keep gene accountable if he can keep gene accountable is going to be going to be a question before we jump into the review wherever listen to this podcast podbean stitcher itunes spotify even youtube go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well like share subscribe and let's jump into it the guards are starstruck because as barry is being escorted into prison his arrest is breaking news and they think they've got a celebrity in the house So they intend to treat him as such, which is an interesting scenario that Barry continues to find himself in being punished or or finding himself in trouble, but not being viewed as a troublesome person, as a threat, as a bad guy. There's always excuses for Barry, or at least there's always someone there to make those excuses for Barry or to find him less culpable of the things that he's done. And it has to fuck with your psyche because you should expect what he gets at the end. That should have been his initial treatment. And yet he finds himself in a, in a, uh, 
role of admiration completely juxtaposed with how the people that he cares about the most views him in this moment at the press conference using his first phone call barry calls gene to ask if he and jim tricked him and that he went there to protect him and he asks are you mad at me really nigga gene just listens and he declares his love he's like i love you he says what did you say i love you mr kusano barry i got you the thing is you don't have him calling gene and making an apology or actually feeling bad for the actions that he's done only that that means that gene is mad at me or that gene worked with the other like he expected gene to accept him with all of his flaws the way fuchs has and yet gene gene was a different type of fuchs because gene certainly was taking the money to be his to tap into his emotions and finding ways to manipulate him into doing so but it wasn't for his own particular well it was for his own gain it just wasn't in the same context you know sally on a plane dreams of seeing a kid that is the man she killed why did i say it like that killed she killed that man he playing peekaboo with her was very creepy until she wakes up to turbulence and a shit ton of pings on her phone once she gets in the airport Lindsay calls and tells her the horrible news but since he covered for her murder she doesn't put the pieces together that the murder in which barry got arrested for was not the murder that he was taking the fall for her that would have been fine no he killed mr cousineau's girlfriend janice and that that really creeped her out because she's like i was with him oh no i was with him when he murdered someone never mind you murdered someone and you left granted that was more self-defense than anything else so i can't possibly put those in the same category claudia oh she a hot mess on her own oh lord i can't imagine coming coming from that the apple do not far far from the tree and i think that's what this show really explores there's bad people and then there's bad people and then there's bad people that don't fully comprehend exactly why they're bad and i think that that is the categories in which we're finding ourselves you know gene narcissist bad person right he's willing to sell uh you know his story or sell his integrity uh, for for notoriety possibly um then you have sally while this whole introduction into her home life very briefly certainly informs 
the person that she has become that doesn't make her less any less uh accountable to the way she behaves and reacts um it is unfortunate that she finds herself in in a situation where she goes from one abusive lover to another even though one could argue in a lot of ways that he hasn't been as abusive but that one screaming match was enough for me (laughs) Uh, you know it doesn't matter if it happens only one time one time and you're dead one time and someone's majorly hurting in the hospital uh so while it may not be exactly the same type of abuse it is an abusive relationship and that seems to be something that is attracted in her life but I do think and it's maybe an unpopular opinion but I think that's what the show is trying to is trying to elaborate on is sometimes we end up in bad situations because we ourselves are not acting in a manner that would attract good positive influences around you because that's ultimately you know how change happens <laughs> you know if you want to heal you have to be around people that's going to help you heal not get into you know Sally's not been the greatest of person she is very clearly believes she's better than everyone else she thinks she deserves way more than she gets and it's coming from a sense of entitlement that isn't necessarily based on anything other than her white privilege (laughs) these are just the facts does she deserve to have anyone treat her in a manner that's an asshole way no no one does but when you are yourself an asshole don't be expected to attract or stay with people that that can put up with that type of behavior but I think the humanizing element of her being still appalled that she killed someone and that she herself was sleeping with a murderer, which would explain a lot. But come on, all the flags were there and that's going to be, that's going to be the the realization she's, unfortunately, that's where I'm like, girl, <laughs> I feel there's the empathy factor, but then there's the the rational factor, and we should be aware of those things because how do we get ourselves out of those situations if we don't examine the facts? It's not about shaming; it's about um, it's about analyzing how did we get to this place. Her mom is a hot fucking mess, though. She really is. <laughs> she said i'm double parked also start explaining why you're here why do you look like that then in the car claudia continues to ask for answers as well as admit her room has been turned into a man cave and that's the one part i did not agree with i think it is very fair when your grown-ass kid moves out to turn that extra bedroom into whatever the fuck you want to turn it into you don't pay this mortgage this is the third chapter of my life i'm gonna do what i want with that room okay you out of college okay i gotta understand the first four years at college 
Sure, even one year afterwards, but the minute you hit mid 20, 26 years old, I'm fucking changing that room, okay? When you come over, you're not having your special room. Maybe that's just a Caucasian thing, but that's just weird. And I think that you have the right to change your room in your house. <laughs> not keep up your posters from two, just have a, a, a freaking thing from the time you were a kid. Sally continues to read the proof of herself for herself. Then starts to hyperventilate, to which her mother only responds by heavily sighing. Oh, Lord. Again. A fucking again. Nothing new. Nothing changed. Same old shit. Same old fucking Then she just took her order. Didn't even think about comforting her daughter. Granted, the reaction is rather dramatic. <laughs> Sally has a way of... You know, it's that the, the boy that cried wolf so many times eventually people stop coming that is sally not in the exact same manner but you get the gist of what i'm saying back in prison prisoners even though barry from laws of humanity i love that they have that joke coming back and respect him for being a cop killer which he overhears and leaves not realizing that fuchs's house in the same prison Fuchs immediately goes to the FBI to cut a deal. Protection for getting Barry to admit to the other murders on wire. And also protecting him on the outside. Seeing as they put him in prison with a guy that wants to murder him. What's up with that? That's a common problem for people in prison, Mr. Fuchs. <laughs> They seem to think they got him for Janice, but I don't know. Having Gene as your key witness, that's not the best case. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. And there's a lot of probable cause for, you know, it's shitty to say, but people cut deals all the time. People get away with crimes all the time. If there's enough reasonable doubt. I think with the Chetsons, Chetsians. I think there's enough reasonable doubt there. Beckner, the prosecutor, admits he was worried about Gene being reliable to help catch Janice's killer, and that if things do go to trial, he will be the key witness and have to testify, which he has no issues with. His son is next to him, and he did threaten his grandson and his son. I don't think that Gene has any empathy for barry but he certainly wants to cash in on this hank and cristobal sit outside watching sand in santa fe both embarking on a new journey in their life where they can be happy and safe their own little wizard of oz where hank is definitely dorothy he's like i'm dorothy no i'm dorothy fine i'll be ten men they are startled by the hippie woman with the cowboy hat <laughs> who's there to fix the oven they are told there's a shortage of sand in the area so there isn't a housing market to build proper real estate like what do you mean i both i like that they both looked outside like uh not enough sand yeah not the shitty stuff the good stuff sally is told she can't stay in the house alone which is kind of fucked up i didn't know you were going to be here so you have to come run errands with me which includes going to the doctor and coloring my hair and then we might stop by someone at church and then someone else is going to come over and talk to you <laughs> never mind 
that you just told your mom that you were sleeping with a murderer my grandma does that or did that to her kids like she'll hijack them for a whole day like to do all these errands for her not her grandkids <laughs> not her grandkids she gotta beg a motherfucker to take it to store <laughs> it sounds so mean but no she's oh no 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 she's not nice um but yeah yeah she's she's the exact same type like oh well you gonna have to go with me because you can't stay in my house that's fucked up i don't get the disappointment about a room though you are like 30 not keeping my daughter's room exactly like it is 10 years after you gone barry calls (laughs) It's like you have a collect call coming in from Sally. I love you. <laughs> and she responds appropriately. Get away from me. In the prison yard, Barry hallucinates Sally. The first time seeing her the first time that he met her reading lines and his acting class friends and Gene welcoming them into the theater. He's not a part of it, but he is enviously and nostalgic nostalgically watching the community that he wrecked so much havoc among love the transition of what could have been versus what he has now which is fuchs coming out of the door he longs to enter the world that he longs to be in in the sloppiest way humanly possible fuchs tries to get barry to talk about a murder but barry is only numbly surprised that he's there Ed admits that he was right about everything, about Mr. Cousineau, about taking the acting classes to try to understand himself. It was all a mistake, and it's the reason why we're here, and I'm sorry, man. And, uh, it's sad. It's sad that the only person that is left for him is the one person that pulls him under sea every time that does not make barry not a bad or evil person i don't think he's evil i think he's just a bad dude and he doesn't have the wherewithal or doesn't want to confront the wherewithal or the inner turmoil of the fact that he is comfortable doing the things that he's done he doesn't feel a lot of guilt over that he's only sorry he got caught you know he's only sorry that he fucked up what they were doing not that he was killing people uh that he didn't listen never mind all the shit that fuchs has done after the fact to to poison his attempt at moving on from him they are both toxic people especially when fuchs tears up and sobs after the confession Jim Moss comes to see Gene opening for his newly successful show. I thought they were going to start or strike something up with him and that one lady, but I don't see her around this particular episode. And Jim, Jim is an intimidating figure. He thinks he calls his baby girl. He's like, you're quite the actor. Mm-hmm. He clearly isn't keen on Gene possibly exploiting his daughter's case for his own notoriety and that Lon from Vanity Fair has been calling. Jean is the first to confirm no talking to the press as it will hurt Barry's case. 
But Jean feels more fearful of the man than collaborating with him. He even brings that up. You scared the shit out of me. And he just keeps staring. He's like, yeah, that guy. (laughs) But he's not scared enough to be deep throating at the end. At Mexican dinner, what the fuck is Hank wearing? (laughs) How bust out laughing. That gold chain belongs on a rapper's neck from the early 90s to 2000 videos. It served no purpose with that poncho (laughs) and the sunglasses inside that he just has perched down. Everything about him is so extra. But Cristobal thinks that the sand thing could be their new corner on the market, their new rise to power. They have the contacts. They both share the dream of being the top dog in L.A., despite having no men or infrastructure. He wants to still chase that possibility. And then the one guy came over and was like, would you like some music for, with your meal? At <laughs> the rain music. What the shit is that? dad approaches his daughter i didn't catch his name sally back in joplin and while she's hiding under the desk like come on don't be a child even if (laughs) even if you feel like curling into a ball like go to a fucking hotel right you don't have to be at this place you choose you chose to come here you could pick up your life and go absolutely anywhere you just have to be brave and courageous enough to do it but he he uh approaches his daughter and while he isn't the best he isn't mom he's trying to connect even though it's in a half-hearted way asked like oh i heard about what happened to you and that's all she kind of wants though she wants people to feel sorry for her and talk about her and i think it comes from a genuine place but also a narcissistic one but she doesn't want to talk to him about it. Something she must do often when he, when uh, they were growing up. Because he's like, oh, I know the drill. I got to go away. However, he does offer to watch her show. Claudia is like, I need to get more wine. And she two minutes in. She's disinterested and more upset that she used Sam's name. And says, this is loosely based on your life. I didn't know you were going to lose the name. You ain't got a kid. <laughs> and what, what, I go to church with his mama. So instead of celebrating her daughter's accomplishment, never mind, it's already been canceled. She wants to tear apart the fact that she feels like she doesn't know how to pick good men. Whoa. That's like fucking mean. Even if deep down you think that because one could say from the sidelines, sure, Sally ignores a lot of red flags in her in her quest to have a lap dog. It wasn't the same with Sam, but it sure as shit was that way with Barry. So we go from a very uh, relationship we didn't get to witness, but we believe, you know, it was a highly abusive relationship. He put his hands around my neck and then she, mom's like, and then you went and slept with a murderer. 
I, I believe as your mother, as a mother, you are the one person they can turn to. As long as they ain't kill people and going out and killing people. <laughs> and even then it's like, you know, I have to put you in jail because I can't have you being a psycho out there. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'll show up, you know, hope you hope you get the help that you need. But I'm not going to throw your mistakes in your face or at least not even in that manner. You could have said, Sally, I wish I understand you what happened with Sam. I don't know what happened with this guy, Barry, but unfortunately, I know you don't make the best of choices. And while that is something we don't have to see eye to eye on, you're asking me for help. I'm going to help you. And that was the fucked up part because I hate people who gaslight. And for her to be like, mom, I need your help. Well, I can't respond if you yell. And then she yells. Clearly, she wasn't yelling before. I just wanted to choke her out too. Then she was like, I'm just going to go call because they probably already know. And she's more concerned about herself. And I think that, that that's exactly what has become Sally. She's become her mother and she doesn't even realize it as she hates her mother or has that type of relationship she wants the attention of her mother she certainly doesn't want the attention of dad even though he's just because he's like okay take it easy everyone calm down he's just a dope <laughs> tell him well you can come work with me and we can spend time together that's not what i need right now hank is still having nightmares of his experience being kidnapped except in his nightmare barry is there and when he asks what to do both handcuffed barry only shrugs and smiles he decides to call barry but when someone else answers his phone he goes online and finds out that barry was arrested upon realizing this he agrees to Cristobal's sand idea and that they should go back to la interesting this bit here i knew hank was gonna be around i just didn't i just didn't know how like i know he's always had this connection or or felt this i don't know um compassion for barry but he also killed a bunch of his guys didn't kill if care if he killed him tried to fuck him over I mean, it's been a it's been a crazy back and forth between them. But more importantly, it doesn't it's never felt as if Barry cared a whole bunch about Hank. Hank's always cared about Barry. It's never been the other way around. And I think that that is why I'm curious. Well, I suppose on Hank's side, it makes sense because he's always running to Barry's rescue. But yeah, no, I don't like that he kept it from Cristobal. But even when they were, you know, talking about their life together here, that it felt, or maybe I'm reading into that, that Hank is a little reluctant. Not that he doesn't want this, it's just that he doesn't want this. But I don't think he, maybe he's not reluctant. Maybe he was content with this. That's why he sat there longer. And he's not really geared towards being, because he even said it himself, like, I'm not meant to be a kingpin, because he's like, that's what you and Goran came to do. But 
is it why he came here? We don't know what motivated Hank. In the bathroom uh, mirror, Barry catches himself smiling and immediately slaps himself in chastisement. Saying you're so fucking smart, don't you? He doesn't think he should enjoy anything. He's still battling the ease in which he can be himself and the deeds in which he should not be at ease with. And so, of course, Barry, instead of being a man condemned and actually looking truly inward, um, he looks for the way out. When a guard comes in and acts like he's some kind of hero, something I love that this show adamantly rejects, even in this moment by the protagonist himself. Like, no, if it ever came between me and you, I would fucking take you down. I might not enjoy it, but if I need to take down collateral damage, that's what I'm going to do. Because while Barry is fascinating and wants to be much better, and I think that's his saving grace, um, that takes work, it takes time, and it doesn't, forgiveness doesn't mean that you don't have to atone. And he still is a person that has a capacity for violence uh, and hasn't paid for the lives that he stole and kind of wants to be antagonized by this guard by reminding him that he's a cop killer so that he can be, he can be, um, I don't know. He could take the punishment that he feels he deserves without really admitting to anything. Am I making sense? Probably not. Instead of the beating, I do like that we transition to a younger Barry. I thought he was running around a beach, but he looks like some desert or maybe it is a beach. But his dad is calling out and he smiles and he waves. We don't know Barry's backstory. I admitted that in season three that we there's a lot of things that we just don't know about where Barry came from other than that one particular moment. As Barry is beaten pretty bad, Fuchs saves him from the guard by admitting that he's an informant and that you better get out of here. I'll cover for you. I didn't see anything. Then he apologizes to Barry, admitting that he manipulated him and that he loves him. These two, I'm starting to think, kind of deserve each other, even though Fuchs is just the worst. Because Fuchs doesn't want to be better. Barry does. <laughs> and he also doesn't care enough about Barry to actually let him. And then we get our last bombshell of the episode when, when Lon gets a call and his wife is like, yeah, it's the deep voice guy. <laughs> It turns out it's Gene who tells him that they will meet tomorrow and he will know all about how he caught Barry Berkman. Oh, I knew it. So we've already discussed how the key witness in Barry's case is Gene. It pretty much relies on him that talking to the press could possibly sabotage the case. I think we're putting a lot of baskets out there that have a ending in which Barry may 
may do the one thing that he hasn't yet, which is turn on Fuchs. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Because while, yes, Fuchs certainly is a manipulator, likely groomed Barry, certainly manipulated him in his, his fragile state, particularly after the war, telling him he's going after bad guys. Clearly something... Barry is just not he's not capable there's something just I hope we get more into that okay I'm not going to speculate because we don't have any actual answers now that I'm talking about it but it does feel like that would be too easy you know what I mean because while Fuchs certainly pointed to the target he never pulled the trigger and that's something that Barry has to own if he intends to get any type of redemption. Maybe that's not it, though. Maybe, maybe this is not a show about a redemption. And okay, well, that too. Okay, I don't need to have a show about redemption. I'm just curious on how they are going to navigate what their, their lasting thesis is. Or is it simply going to be people are fucked up life is not fair we don't all get what we deserved but we can all try to do a little bit better or leave the world a little bit with doing as much good as i don't know it could go a lot of different ways i'm not nervous at all i'm excited if you are too and you want to share your thoughts blackercouch at gmail.com my social media once again will be below I get this episode 9.6 out of 10. I keep forgetting to put out my score. Uh, and until the next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Hustling, 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 hustling.